certain this time it's gonna save welcome to an all new episode of bulls ring unless you're listening to this episode again then it's a repeat uh tom how you doing i am a-okay yo just okay i'm sorry oh my my i think i got shin splints <laughs> you have a fucking problem every time every week yeah this thing has been acting up like crazy maybe you should stop running eight miles a day I have, I've, uh, I've cut it down. This week I've only went out twice. Oh. Why? Because I, I just splint? cannot do it right now. I, my, my shin is, is a hurt. Mm. It feels like I got, like, hit with a, uh, like a Home Alone prank. <laughs> I actually, uh, I haven't ran in a while either. I busted my, um, I did something to my left knee where behind my knee I was in, like, severe pain. And it's not my my right knee is the knee that always hurts, but my left knee is the one that like I uh, like it's it, I heard it at a wedding many years ago, and it just wasn't really it didn't really hurt that bad, but like for some reason I don't know why I did to it, but like I I thought I tore a muscle like behind my knee. Like I tried running two weeks ago, and I like fucked it up even more, and I couldn't walk the next day. So ever since, really? the, yeah, I don't. But it, it seems like it's fine now. It hasn't hurt, but like I'm afraid to start running because I don't know if it's gonna flare up or what. But I'm gonna give it a go this weekend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it anyway. Um, so uh, we haven't really discussed this in a while. What are you smoking tonight? Uh, what do I have here? I have a. Uh, I think it's a Lagoria. I grabbed, I grabbed them quick. But, yeah, it is a LaGloria um, Madura. Furious R, and it's a Spanish word that I cannot pronounce. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm smoking a uh, Blackbird. It's those color-coded ones. They're, they become, like, my second favorite cigar. I keep getting them every time I go. It's a uh, Blackbird. It's an orange label. It's called it's, uh, Jackdaw. J-A-C-K-D-A-W. Uh, but it's... Uh, 
it's, it's one of those color-coded, like, if you've been listening to the podcast last couple of months, I, every time I go, I, I grab a few of these, and uh, I'm really enjoying them. They last a long time, and uh, it's a good, smooth smoke. They have darker ones, which I know you like. Yes. I prefer the uh, the lighter leaf. I uh, last so I've been kind of I'm making a list for myself every year around. Are you checking it twice? Sometimes, yeah, I check it thrice. Actually, I make a list of shows or movies I want to watch for like the Halloween season, like horror movies or like you know a lot of them are movies I've seen many times, but like it kind of puts me in the mood. So, um, you know, last night I came out here and I, I started, I kicked it off by watching the ALF Halloween episode, uh, I think it was Some Enchanted Evening in Season 2, and as I'm smoking my cigar and I'm watching ALF, I'm looking in the distance and there's just, like, so, like huge lightning. I mean, lightning, like, every two seconds. And, <laughs> and I'm just, like, and I just lit up my cigar and... I'm like, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to stay out here. Like, I think I, it looks like it's heading my way. Uh, long story short, it really kind of, uh, it didn't do anything. It drizzled a little bit and then it just kind of passed by me. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Like I'm watching the Halloween episode of ALF and, uh, I had a lightning storm in the background. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, but I, I, I gotta say about ALF, ALF still holds up. Oh, I love that show. I, I remember that was a, my uh, father used to be a volunteer fireman and they used to have a, a fundraiser and we live right next door to a firehouse. Mm -hmm. So he was always over there. So I could actually like look out my window and see him in the building. And on Monday nights, Alf was on and I would go in and I would watch it in my parents' room and I'd end up falling asleep in their bed. And then my father would come in and put me into my bed. But yeah, I can always remember watching Alf on a Monday night. Yeah, um, yeah. It's I don't know if you've watched it recently. <clears throat> I got the first season, I think like a year or two ago, off iTunes for like five bucks, the entire first season. But uh, so last night I watched, you know, I looked up Halloween episodes of shows, and I saw there was an Alf one, and I I probably seen every episode of Alf, but it's been it's been a long time. Since I really like watched a lot of them, so I forgot. So I looked up, you know, the the Halloween episode, and uh, man, I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> like it, it's really, if anyone hasn't watched Alf, if you're a fan of Alf, I really go back and check out some of these episodes. Like they, he get he gets you, man. That that the king is a big fan of Alf. He is. He's a very big fan of Alf. I mean, he's from another planet too. Yes. But yeah, so I. I it was a good kickoff to the Halloween season for me, and uh, uh, I'm going to watch the Perfect Strangers Halloween episode uh, this weekend. All right. Yeah. That's actually what I was going to ask you, because you were talking about the uh, the orange cigar, mm -hmm. and I was going to say, you are we are getting into our favorite time of the year. We are. <clears throat> and I know uh, when it comes to this time of year, I always enjoyed it because you would get, like, it would be my favorite beer time of the year. You yeah. get the Oktoberfest, you get the pumpkin beers, things along those lines. Have you had any of the uh, the fall-esque beers? I have, um, but l like you, I really cut back on my beer drinking. Um, 
I haven't really drank, well, up until last weekend, I haven't really drank a beer outside of a social event in probably since last December, but because it's how, I, I love Pumpkinhead by Saranek, uh, is it Saranek? Captain Lawrence, isn't yeah, it? No, it's, no, no, it's, it's I believe it's, uh, I can't even think of the goddamn name of the, the thing, but anyway, <clears throat> I'm thinking I, of that might be uh, Captain Lawrence. That, I believe that is, I'm not a big Captain Lawrence fan, uh, anyway, but I, that's my favorite beer, and, Shipyard. Shipyard, thank you, I don't know why I said Saranek, but, um, so I went to the, the, um, Bottle King on 17, and I got a six-pack of that, and I got a six-pack of their other beer, uh, Pumpkin Ale, and I had one last Saturday, and I had another one on Sunday, no, just one, and I, I, I kind of said I'm going to only have a beer on the weekend, like one beer for each day, like, I don't want to get back into that habit, plus IPAs like that are so, um, I guess, not fattening, but like, they're not, they're, they're, they're pretty, like, they're not very light beers, <laughs> they're very heavy beers, so to answer your question, calorie dump. yeah, yeah, so to answer your question, yeah, I have, I'm kind of just, um, doing it um, the minimum amount I could do, so. Okay. But it's hard, because, like, I almost cracked tonight. I'm like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to have a beer outside while doing this, the podcast. It's a, it's a nice evening. It's, it's, like, a little breeze. It's not hot. It's not cold. It's just very nice out. But I decided against it. Have you? <laughs> uh, I am actually, yes, I am actually having a... Uh... It is a non-alcoholic uh, beer from Untitled Artist. It is a uh, sour beer, actually. Mm-hmm. Very tart. You know what beer I had? Uh, you would probably like... I had those Warheads. Remember Warheads? Yes, I do. Okay, so I found... And I heard about this months ago, and I kind of forgot about it. But when I was down the shore, I found the four-pack. It was uh, Black Cherry... Uh, Green Apple, I forget the other two, um, I think it was like Blueberry or Raspberry or whatever, but anyway, so they were like sour beers, and I, I, I was thinking of you, I'm like, you probably would like this, but not anymore, since you don't really, I don't think they're non-alcoholic. <laughs> no. But they had like a seltzer one, and they had like an IPA one, I got the IPA one, and they were pretty okay. good, yeah, they were pretty good. Actually, right now, uh, I have a dogfish head. I just had finished the, uh, the sour beer, and this is, it's called Lemon Quest, and it's a wheat beer, and it tastes, like, very much like lemons. Hmm. It's very good. So that, I've been, I've been drinking that. I found that at, uh, my beer spot. And it's sour? It's a sour beer? No, no, it's a wheat beer. Oh, um, yeah, okay, all right, you said a wheat beer. But Sorry. it's, uh, it's very lemony, so you almost get that sourness from it. And it's non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic, yes. Okay. So if you drink six of them, do you feel like a little buzz? No. Do you drink six of them? Uh, You know what's funny? (laughs) For as much as I could drink in the past, Mm -hmm. I really don't like drinking it anymore. I think the one night, maybe about two weeks ago, I think I had maybe like ten of them. In a night? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. But it like, but uh, they were the um, 
Budweiser Zero, so there's literally there's oh, that's no alcohol thing. in it. I piss more alcohol content than that. Yeah. That's really nothing. I, I've had those before. Do you know, I think the first time I had that, and I think it might have been the first time you had it also, me, you, and Triple D went to a concert. At the Mid Hudson Civic Center, I think it was. Uh, we saw Kill Switch Engage and a few other bands, and we went to that bar in the hotel over there. And they had, I believe it was. Uh, I know they had Budweiser Select, and I think that was the other one they had. They, well, they had Bud Fifty Five. Maybe, oh, maybe that's what it was. Yes. All right, then. I, all right, then. Forget the story. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a lower calorie beer. Yeah, okay, that's. But I remember they had that. And it was like they were like new, like they really were kind of just like they were slowly putting them out, and that was the first time we had those beers. But uh, so yeah, every time I see Budweiser Select, I think of that. I think that was also. Oh, I can't tell that story. trying to think what that was and i can remember something happening at it but i can't remember exactly what it was did it have was to it do the with parking it? lot incident yes yes it okay. was yes and i was just about to tell that and, I, and i'm like oh, i can't tell that story <laughs> i'll just say we scared the shit out of two uh two kids yes but you scared the shit <laughs> but yeah it was that same it was the, the same uh the same event so that was a long time. Oh, holy shit, that had to have been... I would say... Was that like 18 years ago? No, because I was working where I was working now. It was, um... I want to say... It was definitely before you were married. So I want to say... 06, 07? What did you say? Yeah, like 14, 14 years ago. Yeah, it's, you weren't too far off. You know, I'm thinking it's 2019, it's 2021, so you might be right. Maybe it was like 16 years ago. <laughs> but yeah. it, was, it was a while ago. It was a while ago. But we did lose two years of our life, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, also what you were saying before, I, I didn't get to throw it in there. It's funny, when you, I always will text you guys, because the weather usually hits me first. And it goes to your direction because I'm more uh, where the weather pattern starts. You are? And the lightning was the same thing here. I was out actually last night and it was just coming down. I mean, the lightning was just striking everywhere. And it actually kind of got me a little nervous because it was, it was cracking right around me. Dude, the... And usually when it's, usually when it's a uh, thunderstorm like that, it, like the wind is going crazy. But for some reason, there was no wind, and it was raining, and you've, you've been in my backyard now. Mm-hmm. And you, you know how I have the overhang above my uh, back patio there. The rain was coming down right next to where I usually sit, and it wasn't even hitting me. Normally, like, I, I, I'll be out here, and I can't stay out here because the, the back uh, patio of mine, yeah. it's just like a wind tunnel. Uh-huh. And I could be standing on the opposite end, and I just get destroyed with it. Um, but I was good last night, so. Yeah, like, uh, see, so you had the rain, and I looked at the radar as I was out here, and I saw it, like, it was, it was going, the yellow part was going over where you were, like, Warwick and that area. I, I was in the green. Um, but it was just, there was no thunder. There was a little bit of rain, which came maybe after 15 minutes after I first saw the lightning, but no wind. 
which was odd because it I got an alert saying like a severe thunderstorm watch, and the lightning, like usually lightning is like every like what like minute or so something like that. It was like one after the other, and it was lighting up the entire sky. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to be bad. And it just kind of passed by me, luckily, because uh, I was out here till like 11.30 and barely got anything. I was very fortunate. Have you, um, have you hey, started... Did you have to work today? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, but I was home. I worked from home. Okay. Yeah, I went in one... Uh, so tomorrow you're going into the office? Nope. I'm home again. Oh, they have you at home all the time now? Uh, no, I'm going in one or two days a week. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Well, they, you know, it looked like it was, it was going to be three days a week, for, and then they kind of scaled back a little bit. They slowly want to start bringing people back, so it might go up to t- two days permanently. But who the hell knows, man? It seems like everything's kind of getting bad again, and uh, I've been starting to get. I wasn't wearing my mask all summer, pretty much, and then. The last couple of weeks now, I'm starting to see a lot of places are putting up the mandatory face mask sign again. I went to Dunkin' Donuts the other day. Bam, right in the right in the front entrance. Masks are mandatory even if you're vaccinated. So I had to put the mask. I had to run back to my car, get my mask, and go back in. And even today, I took my daughter to a, like a swim class that we take her to and didn't wear a mask there. And the other times I went, got to wear a mask now. So it's, this is just getting ridiculous. It is, man. It's, it's getting ridiculous, but it, I'm starting to see a lot of people are starting to get, you know, they're starting to, they're starting to get it. Everyone, every, every person kind of passed by the last time, the king, uh, I have a cousin now who has it. They're fine. <laughs> you know, they have like a head cold. Um, so uh, yeah, it's been, I'm not saying it's scary. It's, it's annoying. It's more annoying than anything because you kind of we just want this shit over with. Yeah, I. Well, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, well, I figure that's a good segue into something we could talk about, but, um, but before we get to all of that, um, you know, we we had a lot of deaths the last couple weeks, and we had a lot to get to last week, but due to technical issues, we didn't. We skipped over it. Um, but someone passed away this week, I think kind of overshadowed everybody, and that was, uh, Norm MacDonald, uh, the comedian, he was on Saturday Night Live, he, uh, was in a bunch of movies, Dirty Work, he did a lot of comedy channel, Comedy Central roasts back in the day, um, and unbeknownst to a lot of people, he had cancer. Um, and he had it for about nine, nine years, which is a long time. You know, God bless him. He, he fought nine years, man. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's come out what kind of cancer he had, but he did use to smoke a Apparently lot. Apparently it was of the funny bone. Oh. Because I did not find him funny. You didn't find him funny? He was a very hit-and-miss type of guy. I was about to say that. You either got it or you didn't. Yeah. And I remember when I was younger thinking, like, I don't, I don't really get this guy at all. But as I got older... I sort of got his shtick where, like, he just really kind of, like, he said he said stuff that, like, it was awkward, and I think it was meant to be awkward, 
because he knew it. Like, he knew it was an awkward thing to say. And, again, either you got the jokes or you didn't get it. And as i gotten older, I've learned to appreciate his comedy more. Yeah, I, I mean, you, 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 whenever someone dies that's famous, you always get the outpouring of people like, you know, oh, he was a great guy, this and that. But a lot of comedians said that he was their favorite. And I don't know if it was maybe just because of being in that that circle of being other, you know, fellow comedians, mm-hmm. where they thought he was hilarious. I just, I like didn't get it. Yeah. I, but I also didn't like when it first came on. I didn't like The Office. Now I watch it and I find it hilarious. Same here. There's certain. It's almost like uh, food. Like as a kid, you don't like certain food, and as you get older, you appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. I, I guess you maybe get more of a sophisticated palate, maybe a, a sophisticated funny bone to things. And I should maybe listen to his stuff because the only time I ever really found him funny was in Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, he's Frank, right? Was it Frank? Frank. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was. I mean, he had a very small role though. Now he was like the he was like one of the friends. <clears throat> but um, yeah, like. You know, and it wasn't too long ago I was watching. Actually, you know what it was? It was when it was when Alex Trebek died. So, and then Sean Connery died like the same week. So I went back and watched like a lot of the um, the Saturday Night Live like Jeopardy skits. Jeopardy. Yeah. So, and he was, was in a Bert, lot of uh, Burt uh, Reynolds. Yeah, he was as Burt Reynolds, and I was cra- I was cracking up. I was like, man, he's like. When he like he can be really funny, and I was watching some other stuff, and he had a he had a joke, and I'm probably gonna quote him wrong, but it was like you know they say if um, you're homophobic, then you're then you must be gay, and he's like that worries me a little bit because I'm scared of dogs, so I mean I don't know I. I found that funny, <laughs> but I can see how you're not laughing. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> he just has that like I don't know. It's hard to really kind of nail down what kind of comedian. Like it's just like this awkward comedy, but it's not is awkward. It that, like it's not, is it it's his not, delivery of it. Yeah, his delivery can be off, but it's not like Woody Allen awkward, like which is just awful. It's just you know I think see. The thing about it is, I like that type of delivery. Like that deadpan, like where you don't even crack a smile. Like you, you say the line and you let you, you let everyone else crack up. Yeah, see, like, see I, could, I could never be a comedian because, it is, well, I mean, me and you have done this. Where we've said a joke to each other and we'll be in a group of people. We could be in a group of ten people. And if we joke to each other and we have pretty much, I think, the same type of humor, we will start laughing. And seven minutes later, we'll start breathing again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and no one else is laughing. <laughs> no one else is laughing. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, we have the same, we definitely have the same sense of humor. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, one of the things that I, and it used to annoy me when he when I was younger, is that he would always, he would say the joke, and then he would, like, explain the joke. And I'm like, you know, like, why are you doing that? Like, just like, let it be. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't get why he did that. And I still don't get it. And I still, when I watch his like set, I'm like, ah, it's, 
it's, it's a little weird, but all right. But, um, yeah, so he was 61. Um, really, uh, he, I, st I started watching Saturday Night Live in the mid-90s when he was on Weekend Update. And um, it was actually right around the time where he got, like, fired, and it was, like, a big deal. But him getting fired brought Colin, uh, Colin Quinn in as Weekend Update, and then he's been my favorite guy on Weekend Update. Do you like Colin uh, Quinn? Yes, and I think a lot of it has to do with that Boston-New York thing that they have going on, because yeah. it's funny you say that. One of the, probably right now, my favorite comedian, after George Carlin and Dangerfield died, um, my favorite comic right now is uh, DePaulo. Yeah. I fucking, I, I die. I, I actually sent you guys a link the other day about... Uh, from his podcast, because I listen to his podcast every day. He didn't have one, and he played his uh, his special. I was... People must have thought I was on fucking drugs or drunk or something when I was driving home, because I was in the car literally, like, slapping the wheel, laughing, but um, Apollo and Colin Quinn have, like, this uh, New York-Boston rivalry type thing, and they're, like, really good friends. And politically, they're on opposite ends of the spectrum and things along those lines. Right. And just, yeah, I, 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 I get the Colin Quinn comedy, too. And yeah. he he's definitely up there with uh, as one of my favorite ones. Do you have, like, a favorite comedian of all time? I'd have to say George Carlin. Carlin? Carlin's yeah. good. Carlin's good. Uh, mine would have to be Sam Kinison. Kinnison is Kinnison is on the uh, is on the uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I uh, I love his I love his comedy, man. Every so often I'll go back and I'll like YouTube like one of his like specials or something, and uh, just fucking kills it, man. Really does. That's some. That's one of those guys like. I, he he died like so young, and it's just. He really kind of missed out. Like, he was so ahead of his time. Because the 90s got crazy. Yeah. And he he died in 92. So he missed all of that. Same with Dice. Dice, I mean, Dice, was, again, was another guy who was ahead of his time. But he faded out before, like, the 90s really hit. But I'm really curious if Kennison would have kind of stayed relevant throughout the 90s. Or if he would have faded out like Dice. or Or what would have happened to him. But with his See, life, a, with his lifestyle, I think he would have he would have died young anyway. So I don't know. I'm like an angry comic. I kind of like those guys, mm -hmm. like the ones that really like fucking hit you hard. Kinnison, Apollo, um, Jezelnik. Right now, he, he he's probably out of the the current ones. Probably one of my favorites because he just kind of has that he doesn't give a fuck attitude, and he'll tell like he. He's one of those too soon comics. Yeah. And I'm all about that. And that, that's what I like. But then if I had to pick like um, Dangerfield would probably be on there. And probably my fourth would be uh, what the hell is his name? He, uh, uh, his, his name just popped in my head. He was always on uh, Carson. He was a brooch belt comic, older guy. Uh, damn it, I can't think of his name. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll think of it. 
But yeah, I just that's that's the kind of comics I like. So I I, I should maybe listen to some uh, McDonald's stuff and just see if I I get it now. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched <clears throat> a set of his. Like a whole comedy set. I don't know if he really even even, even had one. Um, one thing he always, back when Conan first, like in the nineties when Conan was like really kind of brand new. I I just found this out, and I always kind of I used to watch Conan. And Norm Macdonald would be on like once a month. He was always on, and he always kind of stayed on the stage with the other guests, and. I've come to find out that he was sort of like a fill-in. So if anyone canceled, he always called Norm Macdonald to come in to fill that spot. And Norm always kind of came. Okay. And he, he sat in with the, with the – he always just sit and just like make quips the entire time. And sometimes it was a little distracting, but other times he would hit. And uh, so that's one of those things. If you want to ever check them, I'm sure they're on YouTube somewhere. Um. But yeah, so he, uh, so yeah, so rest in peace, Norm Macdonald. It's, uh, you know, a big, uh, big, uh, loss for comedy this week. Um, but with a loss, there's always a return. Yes. And that is the bad boys are back, cops. You know, good, good. You know, I'm happy about this. I had a feeling. And I believe I said this when I, I don't I didn't think it was in the state that and um that live PD that was on that was like everyone was watching. I knew eventually once everything kind of fucking blew over those shows would be back because they're way too popular to go away. And uh, cops is coming back. I believe it's on the Fox News Channel that's coming back on. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be on that, which is sort of back to where it's home because it was on Fox for like twenty years before it moved to. Uh, I don't know what it was on. I think it was like Spike TV or some shit, or True TV. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Cops is always good for a good laugh. Yeah, I, it it almost seemed like it. They was jerk reaction because of all the shit that was going on with that. It was, but <laughs> in actuality, this show that show showed. One, how fucked up people are, and that cops are actually out there doing the right thing. You know, I know it's hard to believe, you know, to some people, but mm-hmm. it it made them in a good light. And the fact that they knee-jerk reactioned it off, I think that was the wrong thing to do. They should have never gotten rid of it because it seemed like by canceling those two shows, it – and again, this is this – is, television and you know they have a big hand in how politics goes with you know media and everything it was just to me almost a way to stick it to them you know to say hey oh yep all cops are bad so we got to get rid of this we got to you know that, that cancel culture type thing everything everything if it's tv related it's about the adver- the advertisers and the shareholders it's all it's always about People don't want to pull stuff like that, but because they get so much pressure from, you know, the shareholders or the advertisements, they pull it because they don't want to lose them. So that's that's what the answer to that. But once shit blows over, it comes back for the most part. 
Well, again, too, you know, the big thing was the George Floyd incident. And when it first happened, it was, oh, this poor guy, you know, everything that happened with him. Mm -hmm. And the media didn't report on him being a drug addict, being a, you know, a a multi-felon, all this stuff. And then it finally comes out. And now that there shows that there's, that the justice system works because Chauvin was prosecuted and he's going to spend probably the, if not the rest of his life, a huge majority of it in prison. What It showed that the justice system works. And unfortunately people don't like to see that because they want to blanket. Everything is bad. And this guy should be, you know, it should be like a pay-per-view event for him being hung, you know, but what can they say? This showed that this worked. Right. You know, they, they want to get rid of prisons. Okay, well, I mean, the same people that want to get rid of prisons. All right, well, then, you want to get rid of prisons, let this guy go then. And yeah. you, would hear, you would hear an outcry then. Oh, God, we can't do that. He's a killer. <laughs> so it's just, I, I, I think it's good that this show's back. I I listened to a uh, another podcast. Apparently, I'm giving a lot of plugs here. But um, the guy that was on Live PD, uh, that, uh, the Sergeant Larkins. Mm-hmm. I guess he's he's mentioned it. He hasn't given any firm things on it, but I guess there's talk that they're going to bring back live PD. Of course they are. And again, everyone, the media portrays cops as being bad, and they they had to get rid of the show when actually probably the most popular show is on TV for that time slot. Millions of people watching. Oh, yeah. And again, Cops was a show that was on for, what, 30, I think they said 33 years? Um, yeah, it started seasons. like, I think it started like, it was one of the first shows Fox had, and Fox, so like, say, 87, I want to, I'll say, don't quote me on that, but it's, I think it was around then. Yeah, it was right when, kind of, I think, Married with Children kicked off, It too. was, it was around the same time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's back. I enjoyed watching it, you know. Because it, it, right now I'm not getting my fill of uh, Florida people because with the Kung Flu and everything, mm-hmm. you're not getting a lot of uh, videos of people being out and about. And I think maybe some of the, the people of Walmart aren't out as much. And Cops is always a good way to see the people of Florida, you know, mm-hmm. people of uh, Walmart actually out doing live things. So it was always fun to see that. Yeah. I just I get a kick out of that. I fucking laugh my balls off at the way these people live. Yeah, all you have to do is really go to Florida and kind of just videotape what happens there. <laughs> and the scary thing is, it's true. It is. It's unbelievably true. Yeah, I don't get what, why Florida is just this cesspool of idiots. Like, I don't know why out of every state in this country, like, that's the one where, like, the most shit happens. I don't know what I, mean, I don't know if it's if it's Mickey Mouse's magic or if it's the uh, the water and the bayous down there or whatever, what's going on, but it, it's just uh, I don't know something's up. I mean, we when we did bullshit uh, or asshole, what did we used to do <laughs> asshole of the week or, or yeah, yeah, mostly every story was out of Florida. It was nine times out of ten, it was out of Florida. <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess we can, uh, you know, go from cops being back to another asshole from Florida, and that would be uh, Paris Wilder. Okay. 
Uh, he was a fine gentleman. He, let me pull this up right here. He was uh, involved in an ambush shooting that took place in um, Broward County. And apparently they were doing a traffic stop. There was two officers on scene. Did you see the video for this? I have not. Okay. It's it's actually pretty uh, pretty intense. But uh, two cops are out there. They're on a, a car stop, and there's three adults. Two of them are out of the vehicle, and this Paris Wilder is inside of the vehicle. At one point, he gets out, and as he gets out, he has like a, like an automatic weapon, and he's popping off shots. Okay. And he ends up shooting one of the... Um, one of the deputies in the leg. They they return fire. He goes around the car, and I guess his uh, gun jam. So as his gun jams, he hits the cop in the head with the uh, butt of the the rifle. And the other, his partner, I guess, like kind of went for cover around his car. And then he comes up, and you just see him unloading on him. And I guess during the entire thing, there was a two-year-old or two-month-old infant in the, inside of the car during the shooting. So this just shows what kind of guy he is. And altogether, 61 bullets were fired. Wow. Yeah. But uh, this guy is, uh, he was a he was a career offender, they said, whose record included 40 arrests for charges that included armed robbery, aggravated assault, drug offenses, battery of a law enforcement officer, and attempted first-degree felony murder. He was out on bond on two felony drug charges and had two active felony warrants at the time of the shooting. So, yeah, again, we talk about, oh, you know, there's the justice system doesn't work. Well, you know, in a way, it doesn't work in certain aspects because mm-hmm. this guy should have not been out on, on the, in the streets. This is a fucking piece of shit criminal. And he, 40 arrests, he was 38 years old. And. Why is he out on the streets? This guy should have been in jail and been in there forever. Hmm. And this is what happens. Well, I guess he, he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but, but just absolutely ridiculous that shit like this uh, This goes on. But yeah, he's... Uh, Florida for you. <laughs> yeah, Florida. That's pretty much what it is. Well, that could have really happened anywhere, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's surprising, though, that Florida allowed him out like that, because normally Florida is one of the quicker ones to put a, a needle in your arm and uh, you know, the, the great beyond. But, uh, yeah. So he, he he's dead. I, I feel safer already. Oh, well. But I guess the one thing we shouldn't be very safe about is the uh, the invasion that's happening. Aliens? Nope, not those. Well, yes, I guess you could say aliens. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not wrong. Aliens. I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not, not moon men. Not moon men who steal your socks. <laughs> and sing songs of you saving their planet? <laughs> yes, not those. But, uh... The southern border is apparently not a border anymore. It is just a open freeway for people to come. And we are in a uh, – we're setting a record this year. Um, the Border Patrol has been set up for almost 97 years, I believe. Okay. I think it was established in 1924. And this year, thanks to uh, Uncle Joe there, 
we are going to have a record number of illegal immigrants who have been apprehended at the border. Coming in, now, or I know going you out? said that you were very busy this week with work, but have you uh, have you seen any of the pictures? There's a, I guess, a bridge in, um, I can't think of the the uh, town that it's in, but they said there's like eight thousand people underneath this bridge just waiting to come across the border. I'm looking at it, and it looks like um, Lollapalooza. Yeah, I was gonna say Woodstock '99, but yeah, it looks like it just it's literally a sea of people. And there's cars on the side of the road and just thousands and thousands of people. You yeah. can't even see the blacktop underneath them or the dirt or whatever the fuck's there. Like, that's how many people there are. Yeah, it, 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 but, you know, they, they blame Trump for everything and, you know, don't have a border wall and this and that. But you have 8,000 people that are at any moment could just walk across the border and nothing's going to be done. Why is this Trump's fault? Uh, everything is because this happened. I I, lo- I love this mindset of what now. You, you I mean, who are they going to blame next year, the year after? You can't blame Trump after that. Like there comes a point where you can't blame the president before anymore for all this shit. I love these excuses. Like Biden fucks up. Like oh, well, this is you know Trump. This is all because of Trump. No, it's not. You, you can't blame him after January 20th or whenever Biden came in. You can't blame him anymore. If you fuck up at your job and you say, oh, it was the guy, on, the guy right before me that worked, he did that. You know what? Too fucking bad. It happened on your watch. If I'm clean, one hundred percent. Yeah, if like say I'm a janitor and like, oh well, that shit was there when I got here. The other guy should have taken care of it. No, you should have taken care of it. Yeah, you 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 leave that turd sitting on the floor of the of the, the bathroom that you're supposed to clean, and you blame the other guy and expect him to clean it. But now someone slips on it. It ain't the other guy's fault. It's your fault for not cleaning it. Because now that lawsuit for the poopy slipper is going to be on you. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I hate again, when people hear it's happen. excuse after excuse. You're making excuses for this guy. He's fucking up. And you don't want to You don't want to admit that what you did was you voted him in and then you fucked up. So you just blame the guy before. I guess like that's the easiest way out. Well, I mean, that that's what we look at here. You know, when Trump came in and we had a great economy, they, they oh, that's not Trump's reason. That was because of Obama. And Obama inherited a bad economy from Bush. That's why his was numbers were low. And now it's the same thing. Well, all these record uh, number of uh, unemployment is because of Trump. No, it's not. And I'm actually shocked that it hasn't been brought up yet. And maybe that's why this uptick is happening. And again, call me a conspiracy theorist on this and not to get off the border thing. We'll get to that too. But it seems like now... They rolled out this vaccine, and I think that they thought the numbers were going to be much better than they were, and they're not. So now they're going to sit there and say, oh, the numbers are spiking, the numbers are spiking again. And people that are vaccinated are uh, able to spread it again. You know, they're, they're, people who are vaccinated are getting it, and they're spreading it, and this and that. And now they're going to – I could see the narrative starting to possibly change to going, well, this is Trump's fault because he rushed this out. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for that to happen. 
Because it just seems like that's the inevitable uh, path that we're going to take with everything that goes on. I agree. I mean, look at Afghanistan. They blame Trump for that. They, they, you know, oh, the, the reason why Afghanistan f- fell was because of Trump. No. You, Biden said that he was going to be out on the anniversary. He pulled out ahead of time. And within 11 days, an entire country crumbled to terrorists. And now they're making the rules. I mean, you watch movies. You, you watch any movie where, like, the president is um, taken prisoner or, you know, someone uh, political or, or a high standard is taken prisoner. And it's what was the always the thing? We don't negotiate with terrorists. Mm-hmm. And now we're negotiating with terrorists. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. That- <clears throat> Yeah, you know, I thought I I thought about too that too when I heard that I'm like I thought we didn't do that kind of stuff. I mean, there's been numerous times over the years where they've threatened us and they said, "Well, you know, remember all those people they had? They would have chopped their heads off, and we didn't negotiate, and people died unfortunately. But you know, we don't negotiate with terrorists because this is I mean, they take one thing and next thing you know they're taking more and more and more and it just never ends." Now what you're doing is you're opening up this communication where now it's this, first it's this, and then it's going to be something else and something bigger. Is that, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you look at it this way, and I think a big, and this is this has kind of been mulled over because of all the other shit that's happened that's been bigger, but um, when Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline, remember right after that, the... Uh, those hackers came in and shut down the like the um, the gas the gas things in like the southeast there. Mm-hmm. They like hacked the system and like all the get and and that's what they used for the inflation on the uh, or that's the story that they tried to pull with um, saying why gas prices were so expensive. And you know and then you'd ha- you'd have liberals sitting there saying oh well, you know this happens all the time I and mean, then it's Trump's fault but. Gas prices have went up, and we are getting now into the fall season. The vacation season is over. Gas prices still aren't going down. Yes, right. it happens every year. Gas prices go up in the summer because more people are traveling. They, they know that they can market gas. It's always been that way, yeah. Yeah, more expensive because of that. But now, the traveling season's over, and I just spent an extra six cents a gallon this past week. Gas went up. So, what's your excuse now? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I just, I find it, like, really, really just, it's just, it's unbelievable how they're going with shit. And this guy with the border, I, they say right now, Canada, the, the Canadian-U.S. border is like a fortress. Like, he, like, you get, like, a cavity search and a fucking background check and a stool sample to get across the border from Canada. Mm-hmm. But the southern border is like a fucking revolving door yeah and all these guys they're saying that i guess uh it's low estimate 25 percent of the people crossing the border are covid positive so right <laughs> but what what are we doing there and we're and we're, we're taxing them throughout the united states it, this guy has been a complete disaster and i just i i look at it like an it is an invasion they, these are foreign people that do not have any rights as U.S. citizens. Why are we allowing this? Because let's put it this way. Again, I, I know we've talked about this in the past. If we were to go to Singapore and 
spit our bubble gum on the ground, we'd get a fucking lashing, literally a lashing, because they don't care that we're not citizens. You know, we're, we're foreign to them, and they don't care. They're going to do it. And here, we just, we let these people come in and do whatever the fuck they want, and we're giving them everything and anything, and, you know, he's talking about, you know, we're going to fast-track these people, and same thing with uh, all the people that left Afghanistan. While we left Americans there, we were bringing in just Afghan people, flying them over, letting them, and they're talking about fast-tracking them to become U.S. citizens. No vetting, no nothing. We, we, we could have terrorists on these planes, and we're putting them right in the middle of the United States. And you get these liberals that sit there and just, they, they, they defend this guy. You know, and everything that they bump on, being a, you know, a, a racist and a this and a that, Biden's actually exactly what they blame Trump to be. And it's just, it's sickening. But again, that's that's you know people are good with it. They're they're fine with allowing this to happen. So I I, I just I don't get it. I really don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Shit like this will come back and bite people in the ass. Just watch. Oh, absolutely. The, the hypocrisy is just amazing when it comes to these people. And I guess maybe we should talk about the, maybe one of the biggest hypocrites in uh, New York politics right now. That would be uh, Donkey Teeth, AOC. <laughs> what a waste of a good rack. I mean, I mean, yeah. Other than that, she has got nothing going for her. If you just could chop off the head, it'd be pretty good. I mean, what a tone deaf fucking idiot. Um, this week they had the, uh, Met Gala, which is just an excuse for rich people to flaunt their wealth and, you or know, wear, wear expensive or, dresses. And... Or wear stupid shit. Have you seen some of the things these people wore? Oh, yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever watched the Hunger Games, but if you ever watch it, like, they have, like, a thing when they introduce all the combatants, and it's almost like the Met Gala. I mean, these people are wearing the stupidest fucking outfits. I don't get why these movies are so popular. But they're wearing these stupid ass outfits, and then you watch the Met Gala, and it's like, oh, this is real life. This is <laughs> these people wear these ridiculous. I watched. I saw one. I don't know who it was. Actually, I think it was. Someone said it was Kim Kardashian, but you couldn't tell. She wore like a ninja outfit. Yeah, it was and all black. It, it was Kim Kardashian, right? Mm-hmm. Her face was completely covered. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Like this? <laughs> who would wear this out? Are these like outfits like people will wear? I, I, I don't. I never understand. I don't understand that. fashion. So maybe that's just me. I mean, maybe that's why I don't get it because I don't know fashion. I wear fucking t shirts with like uh, comic book people on. <laughs> that's like, that's my fashion. And khaki shirts. Yeah. These people are wearing these. And, and that outfit probably costs like $2 million. And it, it's just oh. these asinine. These asinine outfits, I just don't understand. I mean, maybe this is what they want. Like, you know, any publicity is good publicity, but it's just, uh, I think you look like a a fucking retard. Well, that's what got AOC in trouble. Yeah, she's a fucking Because she wore a dress that said, tax the rich. 
So tax her. No, not her. You, you can't you, you can't tax a Democrat. That's the thing. She's it, it's only the, the poor rich. slobs. Well, fuck that. And what's funny is to get into the Met Gala, I believe it's a $35,000 ticket to get in. This dress probably cost at least, I don't know how much, probably, I'll say at minimum 10 grand. Mm-hmm. It was nothing extravagant and it has a stupid saying on it. And it just, and she is just getting destroyed on social media yeah. for it. And I find it hilarious. And then she just makes excuses. It's like, I don't care what you have to say. I'm just going to do what I want. And she is just such, she has got to be probably one of the worst politicians out there right now. I don't even consider her a politician. She's a joke. I think she's a joke. I saw that outfit and I I saw the outfit first. And And I'm looking, I'm like, who wore this stupid thing? And then I kind of, you know, looked up. And I was like, oh. Oh, then you saw Mr. Ed? <laughs> yeah, I saw Mr. Ed. And I was just like, what a, what a hypocrite. Because she, she is, I mean, she's rich. I mean, maybe not rich in the sense of like Well, compared to what Donald she was, Trump. I mean, a stupid bartender. And I'm again, I'm not taking anything away from bartenders. You know, they serve a purpose. But for someone who is a bartender to now elevate to this level of um, influence and to be as tone deaf as she is is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Shops at Whole Foods, not a cheap place. It's not like she's no. shopping at fucking, you know, ShopRite. Acme or, yeah. Yeah. She drives a Tesla and then she wears this dress and goes to the Met Gala. Like, Idiot. what? A, and, and, and people love her and they're like, oh, I don't see anything wrong with it. She's an idiot. Assholes. Literally, what she is complaining about, she is doing, and you're supporting her on it. So it just shows that you have no connection to reality. I like the fact that it, it's been more... I haven't really seen any positive things about it. I've seen backlash. A lot of backlash. Not even so much backlash. Just, like, calling her out for being an idiot. It's not even yeah. like... It's not like... Yeah, it's not like... It's it's just like she's a joke. Like, and my look, thing like, is, listen... I have no problem with it. I'm a capitalist. I'm all about making money. Make as much money as you can. I I work a ton of overtime. I love making money. I have no problem with it. But don't sit there and I'm not going to sit there and say, "Oh, I should, you know, I should get every piece of overtime and I should make millions and everyone else should be paupers." Right. I don't think that way. I think everyone should make a ton of money. I'm all about making money. Everyone should. But for her to sit there and say this and then have a slogan on there that says tax the rich and you have people out there that don't realize they're like oh the, the rich should pay more taxes than you know the middle class they do you know and then they're talking about you know have them uh, taxed at even if you took every um, millionaire out there and tax them at like a hundred percent of their tax you know everything they make you take away from them it still won't um, help the deficit. We're that far in the hole that we're, there's no way of climbing out of this. Mm-hmm. And you don't think the rich got rich for a reason. They learned tax loopholes. They learned how to manipulate the system, not illegally, because tax evasion well, is a crime. Some illegally. Yeah. <laughs> some illegally. That's not, but that's for the not most part, tax evasion is a crime. Tax avoidance is a national pastime. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And you don't think that if, say I owned a company and I was getting taxed at 100% or even 80%, they raised my taxes even 10%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make back my money. If I'm selling a bottle of, if I'm Coca-Cola and I'm selling a bottle of Coke for a dollar and now I'm getting taxed 10% more, I'm just going to go, okay, well, I'm going to make it a dollar and a quarter. I'm going to make my money back and there's going to be demand for it because people are going to want Coca-Cola. Yeah. It's just the way that it is. And if it gets that bad, I'm just going to move my plant to a different country where it's favorable for me. I'll figure out there's there's always going to be a will and a way to get out of paying this money. So them sitting there saying this is absolutely ridiculous. And maybe instead of worrying about taxing people, we should stop wasting money and spending money stupidly. You know, to me, the government should have to pay for like clearing the roads when it snows and fixing bridges and shit like that. We shouldn't be worrying about sending money to another country for, you know, gender studies that they don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Like that That's the problem. We should stop being the watchdog for every other country and giving them money and handing out everything and more worry about the people here. And it, we just don't do that. And it's just, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And again, she is just so tone deaf. And it, she did. And that's the thing. She, for being, she was just a dumb kid, I think. Just a stupid, dumb millennial kid. Yeah. And now that she has power, she's bought into this 100% and has given a voice to more millennials who act and think just like her. And they're running with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous that people actually look at her as an intelligent person. Yeah, too many, you're right, too many of these younger, this young generation look up to her as like a role model. Like, for what? Like, what did she really do? I mean, I'll hand it to her. Listen, she did something very tough. She won an election against an incumbent. I'll hand her to her on that. But if you're going to do that, you need to bring something to the table. And she doesn't bring anything to the table. That's what I that's mean. The, like, what is she really That's doing? the difference. Yeah. Again, I, I stand by what I say. I, think she's, I just think she's a joke. I don't take her seriously. It's just like it's like the it's like the little kid at the big kids table, and trying to order them around. It, it just doesn't really work, and it doesn't. It just makes me guess the type of people we have in power in this country. And it's, I think it's and good. making decisions. That's yeah, the scary part. That's what I mean. It's, it's it's. I think that's a good chunk of the reason why this country is just kind of nose diving to the ground. I mean, you look at what what we used to be. I mean, we were a fucking powerhouse. This country was a oh, yeah. powerhouse, especially in the eighties and the I'll, I'll, I'll even the nineties. I'll say that we were a fucking powerhouse. No one fucked with us. And then little by little, you get these fucking idiots in the White House or idiots in the Congress, and now you now look at us. We're the, the world laughs at America. And it's because of people like her and the people who want to follow in that footsteps. Absolutely. And I mean, I think a lot of it where, again, money we should be spending on defense and things along those lines, we stopped doing. And that's why we had the 9-11. That's why we ended up doing, making stupid laws that come out after this. And 
these laws are just getting worse. And one that's going to affect us, I guess we could say, is the uh, it's the new law for New York State. What was that? Did you, uh, Joe? Have you bought a new car lately? No, my car is almost ten years old. <laughs> I still have a CD player in my car. That's how well, I have a car. I have a cassette tape player, but well, you beat me. Um, <laughs> possibly buying a new car might not be the smartest thing to do because by uh, twenty thirty five, New York will be all electric. Really? I can't. Yes, our, uh, I can't see that. That first of all, I can't. I can't see that being. Um, a reality is that you have to have electric car on the road or is it only cars sold from like a certain point on have to be electric i believe it's going to be that that it's only I, I i'm assuming you have to be grandfathered in okay so i was gonna say like there's a lot i mean there's a lot of people who have like old classic cars like my dad's one of them there's no way <laughs> there's no way he's not going to drive around his vets you know yeah so I can't. I, I, okay, if it's the other one, all right, that makes a little more sense. But again, I can't really see that flying. What about gas? Gas is like a huge, uh, a huge, a huge what's call for us, this country, especially New York. Well, th- this is it's it's twofold. One, these idiots that pass this law, for you to mine the. Um, the charging things, I think it's the uranium or whatever it is that, that power these batteries. Mm-hmm. You are doing so much damage to the environment. But they look at it as, oh, it's cleaner because it doesn't have carbon emissions. That's great. But you're still going to have to sit there and charge the thing. And they want to get rid of away from nuclear power. So what do you expect to have? A bunch of uh, solar panels? Solar panels are great when it's sunny. It's great having wind power. It kills the bird population. Like, I mean... Well, the way solar power works is that it stores that energy. So, you won't get the... I know a few people have... I don't really know them, no one, but... People who have solar power on their house, their electric bill is not as much as it would be, but you're not going to get the full effects of that for like probably like 15 to 20 years. Well, that's the problem here, too. Look at California right now. They experience brownouts. Yeah. You, you can't get away. And think about it. If they want to get rid of all gas, your house, my house, more than likely they run on fuel oil. Right. We, what? We have to now get rid of fuel oil. We have to get rid of lawnmowers. We have to get rid of who's going to pay for all this? We are. Yeah, so, again, they may not be raising taxes. But now by me having to invest in a new car and a new lawnmower and a new boiler, you're spending more money. So either way, you're, you're out money. On top of it, what about farmers? I grew up on a farm. My family still has a farm. They have vehicles. One of the trucks that they use still was my grandfather's. This is, an, it's, I think, a 56 Harvester International what they can't use it anymore it's still, or it's going to become obsolete or what, like, what is the plan <laughs> that still runs yeah they must have done a lot of work to that car it, it, no it's it, well look at your father he, he has the, he has classic cars yeah but they made they made they, better quality vehicles back then oh, of course oh, well, but not to not to steer away but 
are they using this all the time, or is it like kind of like a, like a car once in a while kind of thing? What's that? Do they use this truck for farming, or is this like a like a car they keep in the garage, like on a nice sunny day they take it for a drive like once a year? No, no, no. They use this, and it still runs, and it's <laughs> and it's uh, sixty years old. Yeah, and this. This thing has miles on it. This thing has probably over, I would say, probably 700,000 miles on it. They used to take this to Chicago, Philadelphia. They would take this all over. No way they did not do work on that car. Oh, no, they did work on it. That's why I just asked it's still you. running. That's why I asked. They must have done a lot of work, and you said no. <laughs> not a lot of work. They had to replace the engine. I'm not trying to debunk uh, you. I'm just trying to make sense of this. <laughs> I don't know if they ever did. They had it's, to. It's, what kind of car was it again? Harvester International. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, mean they, I know that they have tractors that they still use that are my grandfather's thing. I mean, and again, Pine Island is known where I grew up, where we grew up. Pine Island is a huge onion-producing area. Onions grow in the ground. To get them out of the ground, you need a heavy-duty machine to pull them out of the ground, which is burning a lot of fuel to get them out of the ground. Right. What are you going to use with a solar vehicle? Granted, I, I'm assuming solar-powered vehicles are very tough. But again, when you have 200 acres of onions... And you're, you're trying to get them all pulled in a few weeks. I mean, and there isn't sun. It's a, you know, it's a cloudy day. What are they to do? You know, right now my cousins are sitting on a bunch of onions that because of this rain that we had from that hurricane a few weeks ago, the onions are rotting. Yeah. So now what? You, you planted, it's essentially one crop a year because on, you only put an onion in the ground and it grows once. And it grows throughout the entire season. You get a rotten crop because of rain right before you're supposed to pick it. You're fucked. And, and it, I just, I look at the Green New Deal as one of the biggest kick in the teeth to farmers out there. My, my Now, not to, not to get away from that, but my thing now is that what about the car companies? Because, I mean, if you look at, there's only a select few companies that have an electric powered vehicle and it's only like maybe one or two cars out of the many cars they produce. So you're kind of, you're kind of forcing now like say Honda and Chevy and Ford, you're forcing these companies now to make these electric cars, correct? Well, some companies have already said, I believe Volvo, Ford have each said that by like 20, 30, 20, 40, whenever they're going to go to an all electric fleet. And I'm, sh and I'm sure, and you're, and I'm sure that you're, and you're probably right. I'm sure a lot of these companies are already working on that. It's, it is the future. Um, but 2035 isn't that far off. And like you, I mean, I don't think these electric cars are perfected. No. You and know? I think that there's better ways out there. And there, there's been stories about a guy who built a, uh, they, it's, there's actually one I've seen where I work. It's a vehicle that runs on used vegetable, or not vegetable oil, but cooking oil. That can be any cooking oil. Why aren't they doing that? It's a natural product, like 
if you were to use canola oil or vegetable oil, you grow the vegetables, you refine it into oil. It's a natural product. It has no, um, you know, petroleum in it. You, why don't they try to do that? And I guess a guy did fuck. build one in the eighties, and they like submarined them. Yeah. Yeah, but have you ever bought have you ever bought canola oil from it's it's not cheap. Yeah, but restaurants use it. If you got used canola oil or uh-huh. vegetable oil, any oil, you know, you go to a Chick Fil A and you go to a Chinese restaurant, or, and they, I know one place they uh they actually had their oil stolen from them, their used oil. Mm-hmm. So I guess it gets there is a value for it. I guess it is used for something. Why are we not trying to work on that as opposed to these batteries that they're mining? And not only that, but once these batteries go bad, what do you do with them? You have to smelt them. And that is putting probably so many toxins into the air. Yeah. Because where I used to work, there was a smelting plant. And it was uh, every day. You, I mean, it was right by the, the Galleria Mall. You would drive by and those smokestacks would just be oh, billowing I rem- out. I remember them. Yeah. They're not there anymore, right? Yeah, they're still there. Are they still? I haven't been up there in a while, but I I, rem, I remember that. And you're right; it, it fucking stunk over there. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it it's just it, I get we should be being a little bit more conscience conscientious on you know trying to preserve this country or, or this world, but. I think the way that they're trying to do it is just going to, it's its not feasible. And I think for the, the radical change that they want to do, I think in small, slow doses, yes, but in the big scheme of things, no. Yeah. You know, I just, I think it's just, it's, it's going to end up, it's going to fuck over the, the common person. Yeah. Because again, you know, you're going to have, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio on his yacht, and you're going to have, you know, all these politicians fry, flying private. Mm-hmm. Even that, what, what are you supposed to do with planes? Are they going to be solar-powered? Or I mean, I wouldn't trust a solar-powered plane to get me from here to California. No, I wouldn't. Even know. though I would never go to California. Yeah, I, 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 I just... I wouldn't fly. I mean, <laughs> that thing didn't get a full charge. I don't want to be flying into the Rockies. Yeah, exactly. This is uh, this is all that Elon Musk's fault. You're not a fan. He's all right. I think he just like there's something up with that guy. Either he's like autistic or he's just a creep. He's well, all cousin right. Jeff loves him. Oh, I, he would suck his dick this five ways from Sunday. He's all right. I, I'm only joking when I say blaming him. I, I just uh, I just wanted to crack a joke, but. Nonetheless, um, let's move on. Nicki Minaj, are you a fan? Uh, no. Uh, all right, well, Nicki Minaj has been very outspoken lately about the wearing of masks masks, and the vaccination, uh, pretty much saying that it's bullshit. Um, she has been invited to the White House, um, to, I guess, to, like, so they can answer any questions that she may have. I don't know why the White House is all of a sudden the uh, the go-to place for uh, COVID questions, but um, 
she says she's uh, she wants to um, ask questions on behalf of the people who have been made fun of for simply being human. So like you, Tom. Uh-huh. I'm not really sure which I... She had like an Instagram live or a Facebook live or the fuck kind of live and uh, pretty much was out, very outspoken about it. So are you a fan of hers now? On this end, yes, I am. And I find it funny because I'm assuming that she would be a liberal. But... It's funny when you have conservatives can sit there and disagree on certain topics and maybe not get along, but at the end of the day, they're fine with each other. Liberals cannot. Yeah. They are now tearing her apart just because she does not fall in line with exactly how they think. And I just find it very funny that people are good with this and you're hearing a lot about it. Um, you know, people are starting to, I don't want to say wake up, but maybe start to question things more. Um, you know, she's questioning why are we doing this? It's not right to put my kid in, you know, masks, this and that. And other celebrities have, have spoken out against this. Uh, one of your uh, favorite musicians has said that he is anti-mask, anti-vax. Um, Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine. It's just, it's, it's very funny how if you don't conform with them, you become public enemy number one. You know, Eric Clapton has been against it because I guess he got COVID sick and he, uh, or got vaccine sick and he is against it now. Uh, a few people are now starting to, to speak out where you would think that, that they weren't that way. Um, Johnny Rotten from Pistols, he's even said in interviews that the left has now become essentially the way the right used to be that the right now is the counterculture that they're that they're questioning authority hold on he's still alive yes he is holy shit i have i forgot all about johnny rotten <laughs> wow all right but yeah, I, I find it a little refreshing that someone like Nicki Minaj, who may be questioning this, is bringing up valid points, But and people who loved her are now still just, they, they've turned her into public enemy number one. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm kind of with you, because she's one, she, I mean, I would, for the sake of, of our conversation, she is... I guess you could say an A-list musician or rapper. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Whatever she's in. Um, so for her to kind of come out on that is pretty ballsy, especially in this day and age where, like, if you are against the grain, you're pretty much crucified. Absolutely. So that takes some. That takes some guts. So you know, good on her. And you know what though, you have to hand it to her. She's sticking to her convictions. Yeah. And you know, she's not. You see celebrities all the time, you know, they, they may have been a little right-leaning, but as soon as they get into that, that Hollywood bubble, that, you know, they turn to a lefty, and right. it's just, it, it's it's refreshing to see her that way. Uh, well, I am, I am a fan of Nicki Minaj. I like her stuff. 
I wouldn't know her song if you played it to me right now. Well, she's pretty distinctive. <laughs> you, you really can't uh, mistake her uh, her voice or her uh, or her fiery lyrics. Uh, so, uh, we have a, um, a hospital in Arkansas who now, uh, wants their staff to swear off Tylenol, Tums, Pepto-Bismol, and many other over-the-counter stuff that anyone can take, even Preparation H. So, if you have a hemorrhoid and you work at an Arkansas hospital, tough shit. You better deal with that. Literally, anyway. it will be tough. Shit. Oh, it, yeah, and I, I've had, I've had my fair share, and they're, they hurt. Um, do you know why this is? They are trying to um, mandate the vaccine, and there's been a. Again, you're looking at Arkansas. It's a southern place. It's very religious down there. They are trying to um, go with it as a religious exemption to getting the vaccine, and. I guess it has something to do with the killing of cells that cause certain things like headaches or whatever it may be. And they're saying, well, if you want this religious exemption to not get the vaccine, you have to swear off all these other over-the-counter, non, you know, non, I guess, potent type of medications, you know, topical medications, you know, very minor um, pain relievers, things like that to keep qualified as a religious exemption. I don't think they're testing for fucking people doing Tylenol. I mean, yeah. What, what are they going to do, an ass swipe for fucking Preparation H? I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't Again, know. This is, if, this I, is if I worked there, I'd go, yeah, I don't, I don't take Tylenol. And if I just wouldn't take it while I was in the, in the building. I mean, yeah, like, apparently you have to be bigger? like truth. You have to be like truthful for. It. I mean, I guess they. I guess it's sort of like a uh, honor uh, code. Yeah, an honor code. Like, all right, you say you didn't take it, we believe you until you know proven otherwise. But um, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is. Uh, I I don't get the South. <laughs> I, I just that's why I live up here in New York, where things are not that much better, but. Um, this is kind of silly. You know what? If I worked there, I'd flat out lie. Who the fuck? Like, how are you going to tell? How are you going to know? I'm sure 90% of the people who work there are going to lie. Who's going to fucking yeah, I took Tylenol last night. Oh, you're fired. (laughs) Can you fucking imagine that? Can you imagine that? this, This is where they go with it. And you know what? Shame on the person who wrote this article. Like, what kind of fucking bullshit journalist are you? You know, instead of worrying about shit like this, worry about maybe why the why people who are vaccinated... Why don't you do a little bit of investigative journalism on why people who are vaccinated are still getting it? Like, it's just... Yeah. Writing a fucking article on this is just completely... It's a waste of fucking paper. I feel bad for the trees that were chopped yeah. down that this was actually put on to uh, them. This is um from... Um, I'm going to butcher this name arstechnica.com and the uh, the I guess you'd call her a reporter Beth Mole she wrote this article um, I think it's just a slow news day in Arkansas <laughs> uh, 
I mean, it just, and you know what though, but this is the thing, this came from the board of directors at this hospital. Like, you don't have better things to worry about. Like, apparently they don't. <laughs> I mean, this is what we're worried about. And again, where did we go from living in a free country to this ridiculous, like, totalitarian system of you need to get this, you will have to get this? What about, again, my free choice on what I want to put in my body? It just, I find it ridiculous. Yeah. And I get it. You know, people will say, well, well then make drugs legal. Well, drugs don't alter your mind. You know, me putting Preparation H on my ass isn't going to make my fucking body change other than for the better. And again, this vaccine hasn't been proven to make you better. No. People are still getting it. It, it just, I, I just don't get the whole thing behind it. It yeah. just, it, it boggles my mind. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I mean, you can argue that it's a different strain now and they weren't prepared for that we can go off on that but we won't um yeah i, I don't know man people are already now getting in people who are vaccinated are getting it and it's 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 a little scary i don't know and my thing is again if i don't want to get it which i don't if i let's put it this way if me who does not want to get this i don't want my kids getting the vaccine my wife doesn't want it if we end up getting this and God forbid it kills me. That's my choice. That's my choice. Just like I chose to go speeding. You know what? No one's sitting there fucking firing me from my job. Or you know, granted, I could get a ticket, but no one's firing me from my job for speeding or for bungee jumping or for doing anything in my life that could possibly hurt me. There are so many choices out there that you make every day mm-hmm. that can neg- negatively impact your life. No one's sitting there saying you can't do these. Yeah. I mean, no one's slapping a burger out of my hand. No one's taking the cigar out of my mouth. These are choices that we can make. And if I feel that, you know, they say cancer, you know, smoking cigars could cause cancer. That's a burden that I understand. And right now I am actively choosing to take my life into my own hands. This next puff could cause me to a cancer cell to form. And I could die in a week. It is what it is. No, thanks. I choose yeah. to live this way. Why can't people respect that? Yeah. That's what, like, I just, I, that that's my main thing about this whole thing, is that it's just, it's turned into, you know, we know better than you for you. And that's where I have a big problem with it. You don't know better for me. I know what's best for me. And if it's, it, and, Again, if it's my choice and it doesn't work out for me, who made that decision? Me. No one stuck a cigar in my mouth. No one told me to eat that fucking Whopper. Mm-hmm. Listen, I knew that uh, drinking wasn't great for me. I was putting on a lot of weight. You know, maybe I was overindulging here and there regularly. I said to myself, you know what? I should probably stop doing it. And I did. And good for me. But if I didn't make that personal decision... I'd still be drinking. What does it matter? No one's no one's at the fucking bar. No one's at the beer store telling me, you know, grabbing my credit card or fucking hitting the bartender. It's my choice. Mm-hmm. Why can't people just respect that? 
Yeah. And I'm tired of hearing, you know, well, you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for me. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I know it sounds cold and callous, but I, I, if you want to live that way in fear, stay home, stay in your bubble. You know, you, just like how you're saying, oh, it's selfish you to come outside without a mask on. Well, it's selfish for you to sit there and, and leave your house if you're that afraid. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my opinion on it. I don't know. I mean, I know we've talked about this a hundred times, but I it just every it's just every day we're getting fucking bombarded with this, and it's just getting annoying at this point. This and, and people are good with losing uh, two years of their life. I mean, that's what I just find fucking ridiculous. Um, well, on that note, well said. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bulls in the Ring. You can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. For Apple Music, please hit the please hit the subscribe button and rate and view us so other people can find us. Uh, Tom, any, any last words? I think I'm going to sit there and uh, listen to some Norm Macdonald skits as I uh, exit here tonight. I have uh, pretty much a full cigar that I have to smoke, so that's what I'm going to do. And I think everyone else should, too, and maybe maybe they can appreciate him a little more. I, I, I like that. That's a good way to end the night. So until next time, we got Halloween come up, and we got some, uh, in the process of planning some uh, pretty exciting shows. Um, and until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom, and we'll see you next time right here on Bulls. Thing I think you move me. Ah, it just came to my mind. I thought I'd say that. You make me trust you. This stuff.